0: The evolving media world, and NZME has been doing just that with the creation of WatchMe to deliver short-form video. Two years on, we're checking to see how the strategy's changed and where it's going in the future. I'm Ian McKenzie, you're listening to the Stop Press podcast, and today I'm at NZME with Cameron Deeth. Hey, good morning. How's it going?
1: Good. I'm Cameron Deeth. I'm the head of video for NZME.
0: Cool. So getting into it, We've seen NZME evolve so much in the recent years, you know, be it print, radio or your commercial opportunities, there's been so much going on and in the last few years that's also included video. So why was it important for NZME to expand into video?
1: I think we're really addressing two needs. One is our audience need, and our audience just has this voracious appetite to see stories told via video, um, but then also our advertisers need who are looking for new ways for us to give them media opportunities that are even more high impact than some traditional opportunities. And so when you marry those two things together, it's it's been a great business. And as a media company, as a content creator, um, we're sort of uniquely positioned to create new video content around news, around sports, around entertainment. So sort of all of those things coming together and then um, really resourcing it to create a great pipeline of content as well.
0: So, Kevin, what's your role been in introducing video to the company?
1: Um, so, I started working on um, Watch Me, which is our at that point was our um, online video on demand destination for young men. Um, we then um, sort of looked around the company, and there are a ton of really great efforts, kind of disparate efforts going around video. Um, some in our radio, some in our news division, and so what we were able to do is bring those all together under one umbrella, which is now my team, which is um, we call Vision. So, NZ. Vision is really the video production arm of the company. Uh, we produce content for news, for sports, for entertainment, um, for our own marketing needs, um, and then also we have a commercial arm as well. So it's been a, a process of kind of bringing that all together as one unit um, versus kind of those disparate units that it was over the last eighteen months.
0: Now you mentioned in the Watch Me, which if I am um, correct, started in two thousand and fifteen. Correct, um, and it was a home to a collection of comedy shows. Yep. How has the strategy with that evolved since then?
1: It's been really exciting. So when we launched it, we purposefully launched it um, with young men in mind, and we created really great original content for that audience. And it took off, and it did really, really, really well. Um, Late last year, we looked at the strategy overall and said, you know, if it's resonating well with young men, surely we can also resonate with other audiences as well. So earlier this year, we announced kind of the the next version of Watch Me, which building on its strength with young men um, was now broadly men and women, mm-hmm. um, and not just comedy, but stretching out to be entertainment generally. So we, um, we've now launched Watch Me News, Watch Me Sport, Watch Me Entertainment. Um, and on the entertainment side, <clears throat> those shows have now really stretched out to be appealing to a much broader audience. So it's been a really exciting evolution of what started as a great product for young males and now broadly for, for New Zealanders.
0: So, how many people are watching? Watch me.
1: We have seen growth um, every month since we launched, and so we're seeing um, we're seeing. A, a large number of people watching both within Watch Me as a destination, but we're also letting them watch it socially. We're letting them watch it on, say, our radio brand sites, so they're discovering it in all of those different places. And we're seeing great growth on a month-on-month basis.
0: Lately, in Stop Press, we've had some of the video running within our stories and mm-hmm. the ad slots. And I've been going to do my work and then getting sidetracked by all the Watch Me videos. That's good. Out <laughs> we like
1: we like we like getting people sidetracked. And I think the what we've done, you know, it's still short-form content, so mm-hmm. it does give you that little break between a meeting where you can log on you know you can get something fresh and interesting and uniquely kiwi Mm -hmm. um that's not just a rerun of something that you might have missed on tv that you didn't want to watch in the first place so we're pretty proud of the um of the effort
0: so you mentioned the uh, short form content why is that such a key player these days
1: (laughs) i think um i think people expect short form content online um, and and we're delivering that to them. So it's small, snackable, interesting content. They can watch on their phones. They can watch on their desktop. But what we're also seeing is people are willing to sit through longer form now. And I think that's a really interesting evolution. So it's not just a 90-second clip now, um, but people are willing to sit through 15, 20 minutes of really compelling content. And so for us as, a, as sort of a network, it's about... Giving consumers choice and letting them, if they want to watch it short form, that's great. If they want to stitch it, to, if we want to stitch it together and give it to them as twenty-two minutes, give them that choice as well. So it's it's been an interesting change in viewing habits that we're seeing as well.
0: So you guys are starting to double your toes into that long form. We
1: are, we are. Watch Me by Design is still designed to be long form, um, but we recognize viewers are wanting to binge watch more than just one clip at a time, so we'll either give them all the episodes at once, or we'll, um, in time, string episodes together and make long form content as well.
0: Whenever people say binge watch, it just makes me cringe in my own TV watching (laughs) clips and feel really bad about myself, but I'm glad I'm not the only one. No,
1: we're, we're, we, I mean, I think the sort of Netflix has now taught consumers that they're allowed... It's okay to ask for the entire season at once. And when we work so hard to bring one consumer in to watch, one viewer in to watch one episode, instead of leaving them hanging for more and hoping they come back a week later, why not give them the chance to watch all of those episodes as well? And Mm -hmm. for marketers, that's just another opportunity for reach and frequency that they can get via the media surrounding those shows.
0: So how is NZME bringing advertisers into this content you're creating?
1: On the Watch Me side, um, it's been really interesting. So we've got great media opportunities all around it. We've had really interesting success working with advertisers on some integration deals as well. So mm-hmm. sort of standard product placement opportunities in addition to media. And I think where I aspire to get us to is... Um, is really working about how we create content that was born of what that brand was looking to do. So I want to take the same creative process we use to get great shows made today, but I want to sit together with the brand, sit together with the agency mm-hmm. to create something that wouldn't have existed if we didn't have those insights about the brand. Like I think that's the, when all of that comes together and you can service the brand but still create great content, that's kind of the next evolution for us. So that's what we're looking – that's what we're in discussions with um, a number of agencies and brands about doing right now, and I hope to be able to announce one of those shortly.
0: Awesome. We certainly look forward to that. Um, so before we sat down to do this podcast, you were telling me that your team of three is now – Much larger. Much larger? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, so how does the team at NZME look now that you guys have video
1: it's it's, inter- it's a great question. So it's um, we've added some really unique roles within the team over the past 12 months. Um, for example, I've, I've created a new role, which is an audience development manager. And his job is to work with the content creators and all of our digital producers to work out how we get the most audience and the right audi- audience against every piece of video content we create. So that's a role that never existed before. Um, I've built up a commercial team. So we've got folks who are traditional sellers or on the agency side or the production side who are now working with our sales team to create TVCs for some of the biggest brands in New Zealand. So that's a role that didn't exist before. Um, And then we've just got really great creatives. So amazing producers, amazing shooters, um, an amazing news team we've built up. It's really expanded to to be really everything you would expect to see in a studio and a network all in one little team here at NZME.
0: And you're also using your existing talent in different ways. I mean, um, you leveraged ZM's Fletch, Vaughan, and Megan with the intern series, and you're basing their Tinder Nightmare series. Um,
1: You've got to start watching Tinder Nightmares if you haven't watched it
0: <laughs> I definitely will. So what was the rationale behind um, creating a ZM-based series?
1: Um, one of the great things about working at a company like NZME is we're the home of some of New Zealand's most amazing talent. And mm-hmm. so in that case, when you've got uh, people like Fletcheron and Megan on ZM, we wanted to create something that was right for their brand, but it was also new and fresh for our viewers as well. So it was a natural synergy that um, you can only do in a company that has so much talent and so much um, sort of content prowess within their walls every day. So mm-hmm. I want to do more of that and find new ways that we can um, really leverage the amazing talent in-house to create video content around them. And I think we'll, we'll be seeing some more of that come in the rest of the year.
0: And has that then had a roll-on effect and bolstered the Zidim brand? Their listeners.
1: I think their listeners have really responded well to it. Um, For the intern, for example, we're just about to release season two of that. So if that's an indication of how well it's gone, um, I think it's it's definitely been a success. And I think we'll we'll look to other brands internally as well um, to partner with them in the coming months as well.
0: So as well as the entertainment, you have. Um, ended Herald Focus, which, on a side note, one, the best launch of a brand or product to create an audience segment in the International News Media Association World Congress earlier this year. That's a year. mouthful. <laughs> I'm proud of myself for giving that out. Um, is there a preference people have between entertainment video or the informative and factual content?
1: I think it's different audiences for both of those types of content. So when we look at the assets that we have and you look at, say, the reach of the New Zealand Herald and the digital. Um, footprint of the New Zealand Herald, those readers and viewers are coming there for more informative and factual content. And so Mm -hmm. Focus, which has gone from one segment a day to sometimes producing, we often produce 20 different segments of news a day, is really meeting that demand for people to be kept informed and kept, kept up to date on local and national and international news. Um, but at the same time, once they've got their fill of that, mm-hmm. we want to give them an entertainment option like Watch Me that lets them be a little bit more distracted, a little bit more escapism than some of the hard news um, that's provided. And, and like we talked about up front, the it's sort of insatiable appetite from viewers is showing in the ratings that are coming from both focus and watch me as those continue to trend upwards month on month
0: so what other areas are you investing or experimenting with in video
1: we 've got so within um, within my team i 've got sort of five different divisions so we 've got the watch me team, which mm-hmm. we talked about and we 'll see that expand out broadly to a much bigger audience over time. Um, The focus team just goes from strength to strength and will also be focusing on um, some additional live coverage and breaking news coverage Mm -hmm. um, towards the end of the year. Um, The place, I have a team that basically does what we call new video initiatives. And that's where we're able to work with other divisions in the company to pilot new ideas and shows and test them out. So we have amazing travel writers that we're working with on a pilot for a travel show right now. Um, We've got some such incredible sports talent across Radio Sport and ZB and the Herald that we're looking at new ways that we can go beyond just reporting sports content um, and make a more entertaining look at sports. So the real, um, sort of in a traditional TV network sense, the development activity, that's all happening within that new video initiatives. Mm -hmm. And then we're also innovating on the marketing side where we're helping our own brand market via video Um, and then on the TVC side and the commercial side as well as a the brands are looking for a partner like NZME to Mm -hmm. sort of usher them into this digital world and we're seeing a lot of success with um, again some of the leading brands in New Zealand in terms of being their video creation arm.
0: in partnership
1: with their agencies.
0: (laughs) You guys have so much going on, and like I said earlier, there's such an evolution going on here. Have you guys had to work hard to change a perception that people had about NZME? You know, some viewers might just know it for the Herald. So are you, are you actively out there changing how people view NZME and what it can do? I think
1: all of us as NZME employees are telling that story of what NZME is on a day-to-day basis. I'm lucky enough that we get to sit with um, agencies and brands and tell them the power of that audience story and, and the brands that we bring to it. Um, and I think our viewers and our readers are discovering it themselves as they kind of traverse all of our different properties and, and sort of stitching together, wow, that's a company that can um, give me my sports information as much as my news, as much as my entertainment, so um, it's a it's an evolving space. Um, but we're mm-hmm. so lucky to have some of the most powerful brands in New Zealand in our home um, that telling that story and 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 creating a relationship with those readers, with those viewers, um, is easier when you've got those great brands in your back pocket. and and, mm-hmm. and and it means they trust you, and they'll let you take them places where um, somebody who didn't have that credibility wouldn't necessarily have the permission to play.
0: Cool. So I have managed to tick off all the questions that I had for you. Is there anything else that you wanted to add about what you guys are up to next to come?
1: Um, There's a lot of exciting stuff coming. We're working closely with um, New Zealand On Air. Mm -hmm. Um, So New Zealand On Air has made some incredible um, forward movement over the past 12 months to really acknowledge the shifting viewing habits of New Zealanders um, and acknowledging that People are consuming news and entertainment in ways that aren't just traditional linear television. So mm-hmm. their New Zealand media fund that they announced and launched um, earlier this year um, is somewhere where we're spending a lot of time looking at how we can come to play there. Because that's a it's a great way to tell stories that wouldn't otherwise get told. And we're very lucky in New Zealand to have that as a funding arm. So mm-hmm. we're really excited for that. And hopefully, by the time the podcast comes out, there'll be some mm-hmm. exciting news that we can share there. Um, and I, I think we're also going to keep looking at new ways to distribute our content as well. So although we have incredible reach within our own properties, we'd love to find new partners that we can work with to help extend that content out even further. And I think you'll see some of that coming in the mm-hmm. in the coming months as well. Um, and then I think for your audience too, it's it's challenging us and inviting us in to have those conversations really early on from a production standpoint and a creative standpoint and letting us put those resources against brands and agencies briefs um, is something I'm personally really passionate about and is a big part of my background. So Mm -hmm. I'm hopeful in the next um, three or four months we'll be in more and different agency and brand conversations that'll really help us move that industry along as well. So those are... Three of the things I'm excited about.
0: Awesome. Well, we'll definitely have to touch base with you again in the future. And in the meantime, I'm going to go and distract myself with some of that watch me content. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks.